welcome to episode 52 of the People's History of Ideas podcast. This episode is something a little bit different. I'm releasing this as kind of an appendix to episode 51. I wanted to give you a more concrete idea of how all these peasants that we've been talking about were living in Hunan back in 1927 so that we can understand better what the discussions about land reform within the Communist Party and inside the Wuhan government were all about. To that end, apart from a few clarifying asides, this episode is just going to be the content of a booklet that was published by the Central Peasant Movement Training Institute in March 1927, titled An Example of the Chinese Tenant Peasant's Life, and which was written by Mao Zedong based on an interview that he did with a peasant in Hunan. In addition to giving us a detailed example of the conditions of life of a peasant, the work is also an example of the sort of detailed social investigation that Mao became known for, and which we'll talk about more in future episodes. Most of this episode is Mao running down the income and expenditures of a tenant peasant, and just the last few minutes of this recording are Mao giving his conclusions. So I think if you're good at hearing lists of expenses and income and extrapolating in your mind what that meant for someone's life concretely, then this piece will help you. If that's not you, this might get pretty dry pretty fast. Feel free to skip this episode if it's not working for you. This document uses some Chinese units of measure that I think most listeners will be unfamiliar with. For example, the peasant in the document has 15 mu of land, which is about two and a half acres. Rather than interrupt the flow of the document to clarify the various Chinese units of measure, uh, I'm just including the equivalencies in systems of measurement that most listeners will be more familiar with in the show notes. Okay, on to the document. An example of the Chinese tenant peasant's life. 1926. Place, Shishang, Shangtan, Hunan. Time, the 15th year of the Republic. A hypothetical case. A hard-working and capable tenant peasant in his prime rents 15 mu of land, the amount of land that can be tilled with the manpower of one tenant peasant, plus a sizable vegetable plot, a hilly area in which to collect firewood, and a thatched hut to live in. Both of this tenant peasant's parents are dead, and he has only a wife and a son. The wife cooks and raises pigs for him, and the son of 12 or 13 looks after the oxen for him. This tenant peasant is able to till the 15 mu of fields he has rented without any hired help. Because he is poor, he rents the land from a dealer, so there is no rent deposit to be paid, and the rent, according to the general rule in this area, is 70% of the crops. Part 1. Expenditure. 1. Food grain. The annual grain consumption of the tenant peasant and his wife is 7 don, 2 do each. The child's grain consumption is 3 don, 6 do. The total amount of grain consumed by all three is 18 don. Grain is currently priced at 4 yuan per don, so the total cost of food is 72 yuan in silver, as below. 2. Lard. Three people consume at least one gene of lard a month, which makes 12 gene a year. 
at 25 fen per jean, the total cost is 3 yuan. 3. Salt. 3 people consume at least 2 jean of salt a month, 24 jean a year. At 13 fen, 430 cash and copper coins per jean, the total cost is 3.12 yuan. 4. Lamp oil. At least 1 jean of kerosene a month, 12 jean a year. At 7 fen per jean, 230 cash, the total cost is 84 fen. 5. Tea. At least 10 jean a year. At 20 fen per jean, the total cost is 2 yuan. 6. Wages. 36 yuan. If this peasant did not rent land to till, he could work for someone else and earn a wage of 36 yuan a year. By not working for others, he loses this wage. 7. Seed. 4 sheng per mu of land, 6 do for 15 mu, worth 2.4 yuan in silver. 8. Fertilizer. 1 yuan in silver buys 2,400 jin of ox dung to cover 1 mu of land. So the cost of manure for 15 mu is 15 yuan. If he uses pig manure, 1 yuan buys 2,000 jin to cover 1 mu for a cost of 15 yuan. If he uses soya beans, the price is 9 yuan per dan, and each dan of unhulled beans yields 3 shum. One mu of land needs six don of unhulled soya beans for a yield of one do eight shung of beans. At nine fen per shung, the total cost is 1.62 yuan, and for 15 mu of land, it would come to 24.3 yuan. If he uses dried vegetable or rapeseed bricks, one yuan buys 40 jean at 2.5 fen per jean. Each mu uses 50 jean of this, which costs 1.25 yuan. The total cost for 15 mu of land is 18.75 yuan, but a tenant peasant who rents 15 mu of land would not be able to afford soya beans or rapeseed bricks anyway. In addition, for 15 mu of land, it is necessary to spend 1,500 jean of lime, which costs 2 yuan per 1,000 jean for a total cost of 3 yuan. These two items added together make a total cost of 18 yuan. 9. Draft animals. To rent oxen with a rice seedling guarantee, which means a guarantee to plow until the land is ready for rice seedlings to be transplanted, costs 1 yuan per mu of land, from which 24 fen must be deducted for the cost of manpower. The cost of the manpower should be should properly be included in the oxen rental fee, but for the purposes of this hypothetical case, we have assumed that no extra help is in fact hired. So this tenant peasant must go to someone else's house to do odd jobs to compensate for this plow hand cost, while labor costs have been excluded from the oxen rental fee. This comes to 76 fen per mu, totaling 11.4 UN for 15 mu of land. Generally speaking, a tenant peasant renting 15 mu of land raises an ox himself and has that ox provide him with manure. So why doesn't he do so? Let's do the calculations on the assumption that he raises one ox. An ox of medium quality would require a capital outlay of 40 yuan. At the current local interest rate of 8 don of grain a year for 100 liang of pure silver, 40 yuan equivalent to 30.7 liang of silver 1.3 big foreign dollars equals 1 liang of silver, would attract interest of 2.456 don of grain a year. 
at a price of 4 yuan per don of grain, the total cost is 9.824 yuan. 10. Farm tool expenses. A. Two plows. Two plows a year are needed to till 15 mu of land. The plow crescents cost 10 fen apiece. Another 10 fen goes for the plow bottom, plow tail, and plow head. To make the parts into a plow, you need a carpenter, for whom the pay and food cost is 34.4 fen. A carpenter is paid 1 yuan for 7 units of work. Each unit of work costs 14.3 fen, plus 20 fen for food. Plowshare and moldboard cost 40 fen. To treat the plow, you use half a gene of tongue oil, which costs 15 fen, 30 fen per gene. The total cost of one plow is 1.093 yuan, and two plows come to 2.186 yuan. B, an iron rake, costs 6 yuan and can be used for 10 years, making an average annual expense of 60 fen. C, two rake heads. Each one weighs 5 jean, and 1 yuan buys 4 jean at 25 fen per jean. Thus, each rake head costs 1.25 yuan. Two rake heads cost 2.5 yuan. They can be used for three years, making the average annual expense 83.3 fen. D. Three hoes. One. D1. One digging hoe, which costs five jean. One yuan buys four jean at 25 fen per jean. Thus, five jean costs 1.25 yuan. It can be used for 10 years and must be reinforced once a year with steel, which costs seven fen. 230 cash, or 70 fen for 10 years. This makes a total outlay of 1.95 yuan, which, average over a period of 10 years, comes out to 19.5 fen per year. D2. One farming hoe, which weighs 3.5 jean and costs 87.5 fen. It can be used for 5 years and must be reinforced with steel once a year at a cost of 7 fen, 230 cash, which comes to 35 fen for 5 years. The total outlay for five years is 1.225 yuan, making an average annual cost of 24.5 fen. D3. One pick hoe weighing one and a half jean and costing 37 and a half fen. It can be used for two years, the average annual cost coming to 18.75 fen. The total annual cost of these three hoes is 62.75 fen. E. One threshing bucket. The wood costs 1 yuan, and nails and pincer cost 1 yuan. The carpenter's pay is 1.14 yuan for 8 units of work, at eight, 7 units of work for 1 yuan. The carpenter's food money for 8 units of work is 1.6 yuan. 3 jean of tongue oil for treating the wood costs 1 yuan. 1 threshing shield, inclusive cost 5 strings of cash, calculated at 3 strings, 300 per yuan, 1.5 yuan. The total cost is 7.24 yuan. The bucket can be used for 20 years, so the average annual cost is 36.2 fen. F. Six don of bamboo baskets. At three don for one yuan, six don costs two yuan. They can be used for 20 years, making an average annual cost of 10 fen. G. Six don of webs. Each don costs 100 coppers, making a total of 600 coppers, which is equivalent to 18 fen. They can be used for only one year. H. Four don of winnowing fans. Two don are chang shi, and two don are go suo. Each costs 10 fen, for a total of 40 fen. 
they can be used for one year. Three picking fans. One is for pulling the grain, one for drying the grain, and one for containing grain. The total cost is one yuan. They can be used for 10 years, making the annual average 10 fen. J, one windmill. This cost is six yuan. It can be used for 60 years at an average annual cost of 10 fen. K, grain drying tools. One sifter, one smoothing harrow, and two tooth harrows cost a total of 1.5 yuan. They can be used for 10 years at an average annual cost for each year of 15 fen. L, one nonpon. It can be used for five years at an average annual cost of 20 fen. M, two rice sifters. Two yuan to be used for 10 years at an average annual cost of 20 fen. N, one shovel. Two yuan to be used for four years at an average annual cost of 50 fen. O, one tilt hammer. Two yuan to be used for 30 years at an average annual cost of 6.7 fen. The total annual expenditure for the 15 types of farm tools listed above each year is 6.655 yuan. Note by Mao. The expenditure for farm tools is certainly a large one, but interest on loans to buy them is an even bigger expense. The total of these 15 farm implements is 39.556 yuan. At a monthly interest rate of 2%, the interest comes to 9.49 yuan a year. The cost of the tools themselves is high enough, but if interest were added into the calculations of the total expenditures, it would come to a startling sum. Interest has not been figured into this article. 11. Miscellaneous Expenditures Customary gifts for seasonal festivities and for weddings and funerals, wine and cigarettes for entertaining visitors, plus other miscellaneous expenditures come to at least 1 yuan a month or 12 yuan a year. The total cost for the 11 items above is 167.3655 yuan. Note, as for clothing, Three people need at least six jong of cloth each year, that is, two bolts. Excluding the cost for dyeing and tailoring, this comes to 4.8 yuan at 8 fen per chi. In the case of ordinary poor peasants, however, their clothing is made by the women in the family and rarely is any money spent on cloth. Therefore, this item of expenditure is not included in the above calculations. Part 2. Income. 1. Receipts from the land. Each mu yields 4 don of grain, paddy rice, annually, and 15 mu yield a total of 60 don of grain. Rent is paid with 42 don, 70%, leaving 18 don for the peasant himself. At 4 yuan per don, the total is 72 yuan. 2. Raising pigs. 40 yuan a year, a minimum of 3.3 yuan a month. 3 cutting firewood, or working as a porter during the winter season. 20 yuan can be earned in the course of a winter. 4. Savings in wages and food money. Because the peasant goes out to cut firewood or to work as a porter during the months of September, October, and November and does not eat and work at home, money, food money and wages for one person should be deducted from the previous items of expenditure. The cost of food each month is 2.74 yuan, 2.4 yuan for 6 dough of grain, 25 fen for 1 gene of oil, and 9 fen for 11 liang of salt. 
The total for three months is 8.22 yuan. Wages are 2.5 yuan a month, making a total of 7.5 yuan for three months. These two items add up to a total of 15.72 yuan. The four items listed above add up to a total of 147.72 yuan. Part 3. Conclusion Calculating income against expenditure leaves a shortfall of 19.6455 yuan. Even an annual income of 147.72 yuan is possible only provided the following six conditions are met. 1. Absolutely no natural calamities of any kind such as flood, drought, windstorms, hailstorms, insect blight, and plant disease. 2. Robust health and absolutely no illness that would affect one's ability to work. 3. Being shrewd and good at adjusting, the local way of saying good at calculating is good at adjusting. 4. No disease and death amongst the pigs and oxen raised. 5. Sunny days and no rain during the winter season. 6. Hard work all year round with no holidays whatsoever. Actually, it is very rare that all six conditions are met, especially numbers 3 and 5. There are always more simple and honest ones than shrewd ones among the poor tenant peasants. In the countryside today, where the competition for survival is very fierce, this factor is of crucial importance to a peasant's rise or fall. Moreover, there is often an unbroken spell of wet and windy weather over the winter, which causes more suffering among poor tenant peasants, greatly reducing their income from cutting wood and working as a porter. As to the first condition of natural calamities, the second of illness, and the fourth of animal diseases, all of them are basically inevitable. The sixth condition shows that a Chinese tenant peasant lives a worse life than that of an ox, for an ox gets some rest during the year, while a man gets none at all. But in reality, not every tenant peasant can work so hard all year with no rest, and as soon as one so much as slacks off for a moment, a loss of income immediately follows. This is the real reason why, living a worse life than that of the tenant peasants in any other country in the world, many Chinese tenant peasants are being forced to leave the land and become soldiers, bandits, or vagrants. Under the present system of heavy rents in China, such a life for the tenant peasant, in which he earns a small amount of his income from his main occupation and the greater part of his income from sidelines, and at the end of the year suffers a large loss, is extremely widespread. It is only because the tenant peasants themselves frequently do not count their wages in their own calculations that many of them exert their utmost efforts all year to struggle for survival through what they earn from side jobs, yet feel they are just managing to make ends meet and not suffering any great loss. This article is based on an interview with Mr. Zhang Lianchu, a tenant peasant. All right, so... I hope that this uh, primary source document um, from the period we've been considering in the podcast will help you to sort of picture and envision the life of a peasant in China, in particular in Hunan province in the mid-1920s. If it didn't accomplish that goal, um, that's okay. We're going to be dealing with peasant life and conditions and political movements for a while yet in this podcast. And if it did help you, fantastic. All right, I'll see you next time.